Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. 
It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hey guys, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Ben is still out. He's in Israel with Jess. Can't wait to hear all about that trip when he comes back next week. But for now, we have the first episode um, post-Bachelor. I mean, this has got to be like the first episode in a very long time that we have like nothing really um, Bachelor break. We don't we are not breaking down the Bachelor at all, which is wild because you had so many seasons back to back. But that means we make way for this awesome season of Almost Famous, where we get to talk um, to alum and get to know them better. So today we have Deandra Kenu of Bachelor in Paradise on the podcast. Hey, Deandra, thanks so much for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So tell us what you've been up to since um, you left the beaches of paradise. You hung around for a long time down there for being someone who like, no offense, didn't have like a serious relationship, you know, but every week there was like something enough to get you by. Absolutely. I think that I, (laughs) I had an interesting time at paradise and I'm super thankful for my time at paradise Mm -hmm. because it made me realize that not everyone's going to be for you and to like give people a genuine try and a chance. Um, but since paradise, I've been testing out dating and, you know, trying to focus on what I really want in life and what I look for in men and like how to avoid men that, you know, show red flags at the first signs. Um, but yeah, since paradise, I've been dating, I've been working, traveling. I'm actually in LA right now and I'm Dallas based. So this is different for me, but yeah, I've been just trying to enjoy life. So have you returned to a, quote, regular job? Yes. So I am still working full-time in pharmaceutical sales, but I also do content creation. And that's honestly kind of where I'm more so wanting to lean in the future. But yeah, job. what is it that you want to concentrate on? Content creation. Oh, content creation. Yeah, I thought, that, <laughs> I, said. I thought that you just came up with like a drug name. Like it was, <laughs> in my head, it was like, Content creation. And I'm like, oh my God, what kind of drug is that? Anyway, okay. How has dating been in um, Texas? Do you think that Texas is any different than any other part of the country? Are you doing online app dating? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Texas. So I'm in Dallas and I feel like it's a very small pool. Like I feel like the dating pool is very small. Everyone knows everyone. So that's been super weird. No, I haven't gotten on any dating apps. I think that I'm judging myself if I get on a dating app. And I don't know if it's because I've been on a dating show, but I'm like, I feel like doing a dating app would just be too much. I don't know. You, I don't know how I'm dating. You're like, okay, you're, you're 25. So you're like borderline Gen X, Gen Y. And you're maybe, maybe the only person I've ever met who has not tried dating app by this age. Really? Yeah. I, I think I'm old fashioned when it comes to dating. I want someone to approach me in person. Like, I mean, we can do a DM as long as it's followed up by a date. Okay. But I think that I'm so weird about meeting people online and like starting conversations with people that you have no intention to oh, right off the bat. That was the worst. I had no idea how to start those conversations. 
or right. to continue them really i'm not a very, i'm i like texting for you know the convenience sake but just texting right. for the sake of conversation i don't really get it what's the point i'm like well call me let's meet in person let's set up something and like everything's like let's meet in person i'm all the about the meeting in person i don't need i don't even like phone calls i need facetime okay i need to like see somebody's face and like really vibe yes. their energy exactly i don't know i think personally dating apps aren't for me but i'm not going to say like in the future i won't do it but mm -hmm. I think that I'm like an in-person person. And I think that the person I'm going to end up with is just bold enough to come up to me and is like, Hey, I want to take you on a date or like you're cute. You know, I That's love how I that. Feel. You think the kind of person that you need to end up with has to have a personality trait to do it in real life. I like exactly. that. That says a lot. Yes. All right. You are one of 10 siblings. How yes. is life like? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I love it. I'm so used to it at this point. I feel like you have natural born friends versus like people who are like one or two siblings. Like I just have so many friends and it's weird. Like they're my siblings, but they're also like my best friends. Oh, I get that. Yeah. There's one for everything. And at one point, like we were all living under the same roof. Like we do kind of still to this day. And it's so nice because you're never alone ever. Wow. What's the age range? Um, from like seven to 20, I think 29 now. Yeah. It's like a very wide range, but we're also a mixed family. So it's not just like one mom. Okay. Okay. It's, like it's not my mom popping out all these kids. That's what I was, that was my next question is your mom did this just boom, 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 boom. No, definitely yeah. not. But my mom had five kids. So I still feel like that's a lot. You have one kid right now. And yeah. you're like, that's a lot. My mom had five. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't even understand two at this point. Like I want to, but I just don't understand how you're supposed to live with two. I, my, right. my, my husband's cousin, I had lunch with her yesterday and she has two, like they're like four and I guess they're like five and three. And I'm like, I'm so confused how you get out of the house right. with all the bags, with all the kids, the car seats. It's just crazy. I'll learn one day. I'll figure it out. But yeah. They say your second child's easier. So I feel like by the second ch child, you're going to like have the Cheetos and like the, the Cheetos <laughs> and you're just going to throw them at the kid. And you're going to have one diaper in your pocket. Like that's what everyone says. The second child is like versus now when you're like preparing the bags. And stuff. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. Okay. Besides the guy coming up to you and being bold enough to say hey to you in real life, what are some other qualities that you look for in a man? I think that the first one's emotional maturity. I feel like men like pretend and put on a front. I was actually thinking about this today. Like there's a lot of men out here who are like, oh, I'm ready for relationships. I'm grown. I'm this, I'm that. And then when it comes down to it, they actually aren't like their actions are still of that of a child. So I think emotional maturity, being able to communicate honestly is like very attractive to me. Being vulnerable, hardworking, ambitious, funny, down to earth. I like, I think I want to say like, I like old fashioned men. Like, I don't really like the men that are like on TikTok and, you know, huge on social media, because usually those people like feed into the things that are like the quickness of this world. I just think mm -hmm. I need some like old fashioned, like dates, like opening doors, as simple as that is. Like, I feel like that doesn't happen regularly anymore. Is there know. a guy from Bachelor, from the Bachelor franchise that you feel like meets those qualifications if you were to do Bachelor in Paradise again? I don't know. It's crazy because I didn't really watch Miss Michelle season. Like, obviously, like we saw Nate, like Nate was one of the guys that everyone talked about. Mm -hmm. And like Joe, probably because they made it further. Yeah. But there's no one right now that I'm like, okay, like I have my eye on them necessarily. I'm sure some of them have the qualities, but I can't like pinpoint one. 
I always say I wish Tyler Cameron would come back to the franchise because I feel like I would just love him, but he's far gone. <laughs> it's too bad. He really would have been a great bachelor. When right? we did, well, recently when I was on my like one week maternity leave, Ben did an interview with him and I listened to that podcast and I was like, this guy's really got it. Yeah. And it seems like the, it seems like what he's gone through over the past couple of years some guys will get jaded by it. You know, they get conceited and their ego will get too big. I actually feel like maybe the opposite has happened to him. He's, it's been, it's been good for him and a growing process from what I could tell by this interview. And I was just like, this is the bachelor that we need. Ah! I feel like he comes off so humble and like down to earth and cool. And like, I don't know, I've seen the bachelor franchise, like change people, just like how you're saying, like, well, you think that all the exposure and this and that would have him jaded, but I think that he comes off very like humble, down to earth, cool, yeah. swaggy. Yeah. But, yeah. He's got the swag and the confidence. That's for sure. In addition to being seeming humble. Right. And I really, um, I don't know. That's too bad. We, we got to convince him some way or another to do it. Cause I do feel like he's like an old fashioned romantic right. where like you watched him, especially on Hannah season and people were like, Oh, baby, baby's noises. And people were like, oh, this guy is just like knows exactly what move to make. I really think that maybe he just is truly like that. And he's just one of the rare gems. Exactly. Maybe he's just like that. Like, I like genuine people who come off genuinely. It's so easy and natural for them. Yeah. Uh, Did you watch Clayton season at all? So I watched a couple episodes here and there. So I generally know. And I was after the final rose, like I was at the actual finale. Ah, Yes. I'm so glad I went. Um, yeah, so I did. I am a little bit tuned in to what happened. What, what are your thoughts? I think, so after being there and watching the finale, I think that I was probably the only person in the crowd that was actually happy that he found someone and that ended up with Susie. Yeah, no, I had a sense of happiness too. And I was okay. a little bit confused by it. <laughs> but but in general, like, yes, my gut instinct was, okay, good. I'm glad something good happened for um the two of them and that something good happened after w- watching all of this train wreck. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like people were angered, like, well, what about, you know, Rachel and Gabby? And I'm like, well, now they're the bachelorettes. So like yeah. now they get their chance to redeem themselves. I feel like that's even Steven. We're square. So Susie yeah. gets to be happy and they get to be happy in their own way as well. Yes. Okay. Well, what do you think about there being two bachelorettes? How do you, how do you feel like this is going to work out? Uh, Mike Fleiss, I think there's a headline. I think one of our headlines today. Oh, yes, it is. So we'll we'll just do this headline right now. Mike Fly says the Bachelorette won't pit Rachel and Gabby against each other. I'll read the the, uh, the deadline article real quick. The Bachelorette will be making history this summer when it features not one, but two women on Rose duty. But executive producer Mike Fleiss seems to be downplaying any possibility of a pending catfight between the single ladies. Fleiss responded to a fan on Twitter who wondered whether Rachel and Gabby would be competing against each other in their quest for love. The the tweet said this, I love Gabby and Rachel, but there's no way this doesn't pit these two against one another. And and then continued to say, every guy is going to be asked the same question. Who do you like more? Who do you love more? Who do you like more? Not. And then Fleiss said this. Not true. You'll see. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm, I don't know. So given that information, and we all know that Fleiss tweets some things that aren't 
100% (laughs) accurate all the time or they're highly opinionated, whatnot. But given that, given that soundbite, basically, what do you think is going to be the method that they use with the two of them? And this is something that I've been thinking on because I'm like, how is it possible that you're going to have two women? Are they going to have separate dating pools? Like, are they going to be bringing in guys mid-season? You know, kind of like a Tasha and Claire switch up, how they brought more guys when it switched over to Tasha. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, are they going to be doing that, like continuously switching in guys to kind of like broaden the dating pool for them? I don't see how they potentially can't be pitted against one another. Because it's neither. like if they're dating the same guys, imagine we both like the same person all of a sudden, like, I don't know how they're going to separate that. You can't, you can't influence love in that sense. You can't influence who they like in that sense. I guess if I were to brainstorm here, maybe the first couple weeks, the guys date them both. And then at a certain point, they have to break off into groups. And then you're like, okay, you're just exclusively dating her and you're just exclusively dating her. But then how awkward would it be? And very reminiscent of Caitlyn and and Britt, if like one girl had a pool of men way bigger than the other, ugh, that would be awkward. That's what I'm saying. Or I wonder if they prep the guys coming in. Like, who do you? Who would you like naturally feel yourself going more towards? And then they just naturally have the same amount of guys. Like, they just make sure that they pick an even amount of guys who would feel like they would naturally go in. And then when they go in then decide and I feel like it's already going to be split 50 50 I don't know I don't know how they're going to do it but I'm definitely excited to see it this will probably be one of the ones that I'll definitely watch so I can understand how they're gonna <laughs> make sure that there's enough guys for both of the women yeah my sister keeps saying that she thinks this is going to be like the rejuvenation of the bachelor franchise that they needed because so right. many people are going to be curious as to how they navigate it and I think she might be right absolutely I agree with that all right well I'm getting all confused now because we had a bachelorette season in the fall so i'm expecting to go into paradise now but we're not going into paradise we're going into another bachelorette season but when bachelor in paradise does come around what advice would you give people going on to that season i would say keep an open mind that's like the best thing that you can do going into are you talking about for paradise right yeah yeah. So for paradise, keep an open mind because you'll be very surprised. I think that the biggest thing in paradise is dating people that you wouldn't naturally feel yourself drawn to, mm-hmm. like giving people a chance. That's the whole point of paradise is putting yourself in an environment where you're not going to go for the person that you normally would instinctively go for. I think that's the beauty of it. Be really open to those relationships because sometimes those are relationships that work like truly work. Who did you do that with? Um, so I found myself just going out, like, obviously I was getting to know Carl and, you know, I was getting to know Chasen. And I don't think that in real life necessarily, those are going to be the first people that I would have been drawn to. Like if you had a room of people and I got to know them and it was great getting to know them and unfortunately it didn't work out, but I love the experience because it still taught me, you know, keep an open heart, give people a chance because you just never know. It might just be the one like, look at Thomas and Becca. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? That's all I can say about that. That's great. That's that's crazy. But I love it. I love them together. And talk about happiness, you know? Exactly. Who did you tell producers that you wanted to see there? What's actually hilarious is I think that Brendan Uh was 
one of the people I wanted to see there. And I like told them repeatedly, I was like, well, Brendan, Brendan. And I didn't know anything about the man. I just uh-huh. saw like his picture and I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. Yeah. Other than that, I was pretty much open. I was like, well, I think I said Tyler Cameron. That was like a really just a shot in the dark. Um, yeah, I think those are the two people. And then other than that, I was like, I just want, I'm open. Like I, I don't really necessarily have to see anyone. So yeah, those are the two people. And it's just funny how everything played out with that little situation <laughs> yeah well they're together <laughs> they're together now aren't they right still yeah, together they do you keep in yeah. touch with either of them or did, was it really truly that bad of blood no i mean <laughs> i i i never knew piper ever personally in real life and so, brendan okay. i talked to like on the first day and after that no yeah. so no i don't keep in touch with any of them <laughs> okay, okay i'm happy for them like if they're happy then good i'm glad it actually worked out long term for them like that again kind of like a Susie and Clayton situation like you want to see people end up yeah. together if they're going to be together yeah what about Marissa and Riley what happened there do you know anything uh I mean as her best friend like I was gonna like, say like I will, like <laughs> pret- I'll pretend like you don't like really know anything because like you may not want to share but I'm sure you know the whole damn story right as her best friend I mean I definitely saw the relationship but I just don't think she hasn't really talked about it so I wouldn't want to like discuss how she hasn't talked about it publicly right yeah exactly okay all righty then well after this we're gonna go into bachelor headlines and get some of deandra's thoughts but first we gotta take a break what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style wall. The space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. 
with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So, like, how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Bachelor headline time. This one just came out like an hour ago. Michelle Young to host Bachelor Happy Hour podcast. Michelle is taking the seat at the podcasting table, according to the Hollywood Reporter. She will be co-hosting this with Becca Kufrin. 
She said she's excited to share her perspective on the franchise and to keep it real for the passionate fans of Bachelor Nation. She can't wait to kick it off with Becca next week, and they're going to dive into the twists and turns of the upcoming seasons together. Uh, Her first official episode of being the co-host will be on March 22nd, which is, uh, well, tomorrow, Tuesday. You think Michelle's going to do a good job at podcasting? I feel like she is going to do an awesome job because she doesn't really hold back on, on the opinions, but she like has it in the, she like gives them a very tactful manner. You know, it won't be too harsh. I agree with that. I think that she's going to make a great host for the bachelor podcast. I think that she's really well-spoken. She has like a oh, personality there. So I think it's so, going to be perfect. This is Becca. So well-spoken. One of those right. girls from the franchise where I'm like, could I just be as articulate and express what I mean as eloquently as you do. Right. And I'm just here like, mm, blah, 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 like, like. Um. <laughs> but it's definitely relatable. But I think her <laughs> will have like a really great dialogue. Yes. Becca's also really well-spoken, but Becca has so much personality too, and I love it. Yeah. So I think that would be like a really great pair. Definitely. All right. Well, in Clayton's big press tour last week, he said he no longer believes that he was in love with all three finalists. He says, looking back on it all in those moments, I believed it. I really did believe I was in love with them when I was there on the show. Um, But as I've now taken time to reflect and look back, I believe that I got to the point where I was falling in love with everyone. But then I got to the point where I was only in love with Susie. Now, I only think you can be in love with one person, but you can fall for many, but you can only be in love with one. Uh, Then he continued to say, and that's where I made a mistake. I was confused on the show. I believed what I I would believe that I was in love with multiple women. Since then, I realized I don't think I was. I think this was an inevitable realization. (laughs) Absolutely. I think that it was funny because I think it was Gabby after the final rose that asked Clayton straight up, like, what does love mean to you? It was either Gabby or Rebecca or Rachel, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like, like, what is your definition of love? What does love mean to you? Because love means something to everybody differently. And he was like, well, I think that him telling the women that he's falling in love with him, three women, I don't think it's possible to be in actively in love with more than one person at a time. But that's mm-hmm. just my opinion. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? No, I, I also don't, I don't think being in, I don't think so, no. I, and I don't even like the expression falling in love versus being in love, which I've said so many times on this podcast, is such a bachelorism. Like you right. would never distinguish between the two in real life. I feel like in real life, you, you do have like two separate days in which you're like, hey, guess what, girl I'm dating. I'm falling in love with you. And then like a month later, you don't say I am in love with you. Right. Don't you just say like, I love you. Right. I think that you can have love for a person be like, this person's amazing. They're great. Which is probably how he felt about Gabby and Rachel. Like, I think these people are amazing. Like I could potentially love you. Yeah. But he was falling in love with Susie, like on a deeper level. Totally. So I think that he confused that feeling. And I'm sure there was like pressure for him to communicate how he felt. And he probably didn't know how to articulate it at that time without disappointing them. But you can't tell, you can't tell a woman that you're falling in love with her and not expect her to be like, oh my gosh. I'm the one. Exactly. 1,000%. Yeah. Well, he learned. And that's like the whole thing that we're really happy for Clayton is that he learned a lot of things through this season. Absolutely. He's never going to forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Another Clayton headline, which makes me all cringe. 
Very awkward. Um, so do you remember? I don't know if you watched this episode, but a couple of weeks ago, Susie and him were doing something on a date, and she said something along the lines of, We're gonna find out if Clayton likes to be choked. Do you remember this? Um, so I didn't personally watch that episode, <laughs> but I heard about it. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, they're kind of playing on this. There's a picture that has gone viral now of Clayton in bed with presumably Susie's hand around his neck. And as everybody is like losing their, their marbles over the photo online, Clayton responds in like up and down letters, like half lowercase, half uppercase, as if like he's supposed to be like, Oh my God, blah, 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 blah. blah. It says, we literally know nothing about this guy. Dot, dot, dot. Well, now you do. I think that he played that really well. Uh, You do? Okay. He, like, used humor to, like, make a a situation that could potentially be, like, cringy. The response? Totally. Putting the picture out there? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think? I I saw the picture, and I thought it was, like, a leak. Like, it was, like, another woman. Like, someone posted a picture, and I didn't realize, like, it's Susie. (laughs) <laughs> like wait so i'm not sure if i would put that out there i'm looking at the picture now so that's why i'm like looking down but it's okay i, I see the i i i cringe and see the humor at the same time i've done so many things publicly that are so cringe i can't even speak on behalf of this this is no cringe compared to what <laughs> i've done so have fun guys uh colton underwood on advice he'd give bachelor clayton eckard he says, just make sure you have a good therapist. My initial piece of advice, he says, would be to have a good therapist, to talk and vent to them, because unfortunately, in the position of being a lead on an ABC show, especially like The Bachelor, you can't trust a whole lot of people. Uh, he says, I really hope that Clayton has a good support system by him, especially after the show. Hope he's doing well. I hope all the girls from his season are in a good place because the show can be really a really tough place for some people. I mean, I'd say I think that's probably pretty good advice. Absolutely. Especially after a season. I'm Again, I'm just going to reiterate, like, so many people have felt so angry towards Clayton and, like, have, like, given him so much crap. I almost feel bad for the man. I'm like, well, yeah, it sucks because he kind of put himself in a situation where he treated certain women a certain way. This is the response that people want to give him. But at the end of the day, they have to realize, like, we are humans. Like, yeah. humans make mistakes. You just happen to make ours on national television versus someone who does this in real life and no one ever knows about it. I love so. reminding people of that. It's like, yeah. you guys, please, if you are on TV dating 25 plus women, what? Don't tell me you wouldn't mess up a many a times. Right. I can't even remember three people's names. So imagine having to remember 30 people's names. <laughs> oh, Oh my God. It's so embarrassing. I still forget some of my, of Jared's cousin's names. Like I'll be at a family reunion. I'll be like, Jared, Jared, what's that cousin's <laughs> name again? I know I've met them five times already, but I don't remember. Literally. So I'd be the worst bachelorette. This headline is so interesting. Jason Tartik quit his job after Caitlin Bristow talked about their sex life. Okay. This is juicy stuff. He says, On a podcast, Caitlin talked about their first hookup, which in which they were fully clothed. He goes, Caitlin made a funny um, confession on on one of her podcasts about the first time we hooked up in which we were fully. It was a fully clothed, intimate moment. 
he told page six this. So he said that that reveal put him in the position where he had to restart his entire career outside the bank or he had to restart his brand within the bank. This is what his boss said to him. No more social media, no more podcast, no more side hustling, nothing. And so as a result of that, like ultimatum, he decided to quit his job. I mean, yeah, if I were in Jason's case uh, situation, if I was in Jason's position there, I would also quit my job because I mean, being a bachelor star and I mean, like he was. With the, when once he was with Caitlyn, especially like he had so many opportunities at his fingertips. Of course, he's not with Caitlyn because of that, but just yeah. like you know, it upped his star and his um, what is it like his clout, right? So he was probably getting more money offered from all these outside sources than he was even getting at his job. I mean, I'm just assuming here. I just think it's crazy though. Cause like being in a corporate position, whenever you're on the bachelor or like related to like any reality television show, mm-hmm. I feel like there comes a time where it's like, you have to choose between, you know, being a part of the show, being a part of the people of the show yes. being on things, being a real person and your job. Mm-hmm. And like, even I still experience that being in the corporate world still, it's like having like doing podcasts and like talking about personal things. I'll like hear coworkers talking about it. I'm like, it's hard to separate. And at some certain point, like you have to leave if, they're giving you an ultimatum. I don't think it's fair to be like, hey, be a person or pick the bank. I know. Basically told him. So I yeah. don't think that's fair, but hey, it wasn't for him then. Yeah, it's not It's not necessarily fair, I guess. I understand where the boss was coming from. I think it seems harsh the way that he put it. I. It's kind of like, I mean, you might know with Riley, right? Mm-hmm. If he's a lawyer and sometimes if like you see your lawyer's personal life play out on TV, you see your lawyer um, sucking whipped cream off of his girlfriend's toes. It is right. hard to take him seriously in the courtroom, I would say. Or some get- people that take him seriously. This is so interesting, though, because it's like the same people who work at a bank or like work in corporate offices. Once that five o'clock hits and they go home, they're completely different people. And like, yeah, it's not on national television, but it's like it's the same people you might see in the clubs or the same people that might have these alternate because we're all human. At the That's end of the day. so true. It's like, OK, are you not allowed to go to a bar? Right. Are you not allowed to like make out with somebody in a bar and be seen? It doesn't make any, it makes sense to me, but it doesn't. Cause at the same time, when it comes time to be professional, as long as you can be professional and do your job, as long as it's not so crazy, like you're doing illegal things and like harmful things, it just doesn't really make sense that you have to like completely shield the rest of your life. Yeah. And not, be, and not enjoy life to be professional still. Like look at Kelly Flanagan. Like I love oh, Kelly yeah. Flanagan. I would trust her to be my lawyer and I've 1, seen her love. thousand percent. <laughs> Exactly. And I see her live her life as a normal person, obviously on social media. And I would still trust her because when it comes time to do her job, she's going to do her job and she's going to do it really well. That is the best example ever. Thank you, Deandra. That was, that's amazing. (laughs) I would love Kelly Flanagan to be my lawyer. She's a badass. Yes. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy it's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, next headline is not really headliney, but it's their information. Um, it's like a uh, fun tidbits. So this is everything you need to know about new bachelorette Gabby and everything you need to know about Rachel. It's not everything we need to know, but that's the headline from people. (laughs) Okay, first off, Gabby, bullet point number one, was an NFL cheerleader. She's actually an Illinois native, but she considers Denver her home after moving there when, you know, moving there permanently after graduating from the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. She's um, professionally cheered for the Broncos. Um, Gabby works as a nurse. She's an ICU nurse, and she's a history-making one, they said, because she was honored for her work as a registered nurse during the COVID-19 pandemic and became the first woman to receive the Pop Warner Humanitarian Award in 2021. I don't know about that award, but it sounds like she's also a badass. Right. Um, let's see. This is an interesting tidbit. And now and now that I read this headline last night, I was like, wait a second. Is this Gabby Gabby? Did he? This is going to rock Bachelor Nation's world if they're not already aware of it. She right. dated, dated, quote, quote, Blake and Dean. Dean Ungler, Blake Horseman. But the thing is, he shouldn't really date Blake. She said that, like, she, like, she goes, there were no, there was no actual dates. There were no drinks paid for, no dinner paid for. He's definitely friends with the friends. We spend time together, but no official dating, no exclusivity. However, on the other side of this, Dean, she dated, dated over 10 years ago, was one of her first loves. Said it was so long ago, it's a distant past from my experience on The Bachelor. But now that I started thinking about it, when Dean and I would hang out all the time um, before we had our respective significant others, and I feel like I remembered him talking about a Gabby. Now, I may be starting rumors now, but I feel like (laughs) this was like a girl that he had mentioned from his past a lot. You know what's crazy is I feel like Chris Jenner works hard, but the Bachelor franchise works harder. I mean, like, how do you- <laughs> seriously, we're up there. 
Absolutely. Because finding Gabby who dated Dean. I who know. Over 10 years ago. And then honestly, what I will say odds? that's, it's, it's crazy, but it's like with the whole, you know, Blake situation, it's like, well, well you're seeing everyone's like dated Blake. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's he had his, his but just because you're seen with someone doesn't mean that you're dating. Someone. Right. So maybe they went hung out. He didn't buy her drinks. He didn't buy her food. That's probably why they're not dating. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she's like, that's no, no. She's like, we had a moment, not at stagecoach, but Coachella. And that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that was a joke, Literally. guys. Okay. Uh, now everything you need to know about Rachel. Now, I want this tidbit to be um, clarified a little bit. So she's a flight instructor and a commercial pilot. But mm-hmm. I thought that she was in training. I thought that like on her bio, it said that she was in training. So we're going to have to find out about that. She's originally from Chicago. Um, although Florida is where she calls home now. Um, but she still roots for like all the Chicago teams. Then her all time favorite snack is Flaming Hot Cheetos. I love Flaming Hot Cheetos. Too. Super interesting fact. That is also Dean's favorite food. So, I mean, look at Dean popping up so much with all these ladies. Literally. Rachel is um, a huge Harry Potter fan, and she was also a cheerleader, although she didn't cheer professionally. She um, cheered for Ohio University, where she attended school. All right, last headline. Bachelor's Susie Evans shares how she deals with hateful social media comments. She says, picture this. I get a notification that someone tagged me in a hateful comment. I go to their page to block and see follow back. Uh, Yeah, you don't get to both follow me and harass me, she says. I think that that is so funny. What is with people? That's always what it is. Like, you're, you're never getting the hate comments from somebody who doesn't follow you. What's crazy is I feel like it's almost like they just want your attention. So like whenever someone sends a hate message and this is like, even happened to me previously, once I respond, it's, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I never meant it that way. Like it's almost like a cry for attention because who goes out of their way to harass someone they don't even know. Yeah. You don't even know me. You follow me. You yeah. don't even know me. Right. 50% of the time, the person will either delete the comment or they'll say something like that. Right. It doesn't it's make insane. any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And we live in a world where we're so desensitized by social media that we forget that we're real people. If you would never come up to me in a bar and say that's my face, then don't comment it online at all. Yeah. And it's always the people that it's like you go to their profile and they see in the bio, it's like mama, lover, in a Bible verse. Literally. What? No profile picture. (laughs) Yeah, no profile picture. (laughs) Lover, mama, and then a Bible verse. And that's exactly it. I'm like, so what's going on here? Like, what Bible are you reading? Because it's not the same as me, honey. (laughs) I don't know. All right, Dandra, it's been a pleasure having you here. So grateful that we got to catch up with you. And we wish you all the best in finding love on, Thank you on so screen or off. Right. I appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. All right. This is how we sign off. Ben would be mad at me if I didn't sign off like this, even though it's weird when there's just two of us and it's not <laughs> Ben on the other line. Okay. Ready? Until next time, I've been Ashley. I've been Deandra. Should we stop this, guys? Bye. I like that. <laughs> I love it. Oh, thanks. It's very strange. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and I Fund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 